Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the Business and Pleasure podcast with me, Troy Francis. And this is the last episode of this particular podcast, which has been a pop-up podcast, in inverted commas, which has lasted for the month of November. And obviously, as today is the last day of November... This is it for this particular series. It's not it for my podcasts, but I'm going to go back to a weekly posting schedule as I was doing before, and it's probably likely to be slightly longer than these quick 10-minute bite-sized chunks. So I'll be taking a little bit of a break from the daily posting, but I will still be coming in your ears in this audio fashion, so don't worry about that. Um I will probably, for the moment, go back to the modern Casanova branding for the podcast because it's called that on iTunes anyway, and I haven't quite figured out how to change that, so um, I might as well stick with that for the time being, but we'll see. I do kind of want to do a wholesale rebrand of the podcast at some point, or I say podcast, really we're talking about two podcasts here because Business and Pleasure was... Uh, the pop-up one for the month of November, and Modern Casanova is the one that I've been doing for ages. But in the end, it's just me talking into a microphone. So whatever the cover says, it's kind of the same thing. So overall, as I say, yes, I probably will do a rebrand, maybe going into 2019, because I'm taking time out within the next uh, few days, actually, to sit down and really plan out my content strategy for 2019. I've got some ideas. I know the kind of stuff I'm going to be talking about. I've got a sort of overarching structure in mind, but I need to get away on my own somewhere, hold myself up for a day or two, and just really think it all through. So I'll be doing that imminently. So what we want to talk about today, basically what I've learned over doing this podcast seemed like an appropriate way to end um, and it seemed like sort of a way to tie up any loose ends or anything like that. So what have I learned from doing this daily podcast uh, for the month of November? Well, firstly, I've learned that I am a failure because (laughs) I have failed uh, in my stated aim to do this podcast every day. I've missed two days. I've missed two episodes of this podcast. And for that, I lay the blame entirely at the door of uh, a certain Mr. Tom Torero because he has been in London for the last week or so and I was hanging out with him and uh, it kind of distracted me a little bit from uh, so- some aspects of work. I mean, not... Um, Got, got the main stuff done. But the th- really, the bigger issue here, though, in all seriousness, and of course, it's nothing to do with Tom Torero at all, not his, not his fault in the least, it's entirely my fault. But the bigger issue here, really, is one around content creation, if this is a route that you are interested in going down. So I'm going to talk about that for a minute. Now, with content creation, this is something that you may be interested in doing if you want to create a personal brand around your personality, if you want to create a business around yourself effectively because in order to do that you need to put out content and you need to put out content on a regular basis and one of the big decisions that you need to make early on is what content you're going to do and how frequently you're going to do it. Now by the way if you want to learn more about this you must get a copy of my course Personal Brand Mastery. 
It's my flagship course. It teaches you all you need to know about how to make a personal brand business that you can monetize and earn a good living from, which is exactly what I do. Uh, there's a link to it in the uh, notes for the show, so do look at that. And you can get it at the moment for $99. It's been reduced from $299 for this winter sale that I'm having at the moment. But anyway, if you want to do a personal brand like I have or like uh, Tom Torero himself has or like many, many other people that you know from the internet with much bigger audiences than I have who, who earn their money basically from being on the internet, the thing that they all have in common is that they put out content on a regular basis. So what I was doing this month with this show was an experiment, really, to see, A, what it would be like to do a daily podcast show, and B, what effect it would have on my raw numbers, what effect it would have on the figures. And from that, the news has been good and not so, you know, good and mediocre, let's say. There has been... My main desire with this really was to increase the number of subscribers I have on YouTube. Now that has happened, but it's only happened by a fairly small amount. We're not talking about a momentous kind of upward tick in my subscribers on YouTube. And at the moment, I have only, I mean, I'm just hovering under the 300 mark on YouTube, which is not massive at all. And next year, my thinking is that I'm going to be looking to grow that aggressively because I still believe that YouTube is an incredibly powerful platform for a number of reasons, which we'll get into in a moment. But is the daily podcast route the best way? Well, you know, probably not. Um, as, as I've seen it, it appears not to be. And I mean, that there should be a fairly simple reason for that, really. Obviously, YouTube is a video platform. I'm not putting up videos at the moment. I'm just talking into a microphone and putting up a blank screen. So, you know, it's not in a way the most compelling content on the planet. But then on the other hand, I also listen to other people's podcasts on YouTube myself. So, you know, it it does work. It can work. But maybe it's not the best way of garnering followers. Maybe daily isn't the best thing for YouTube. I have heard people, uh, influencers say that a couple of times a week is better because it allows... Um, you know, it allows you to get more views on each particular uh, piece that you put up before the next one goes up. Um, and that then starts to pull the levers in terms of the algorithm. So I don't know, you know, I need to think about it and assess it properly. But what I have learned is that there's been a bit of an uptick, but there hasn't been a massive uptick. So it probably wouldn't be prudent for me to continue on, on this daily podcast thing on YouTube if that's my main goal. What I would say, though, and this is good news is that I have seen an uptick in sales from YouTube. I have seen people going through from my YouTube channel to buy uh, one or other of my products, and that has been an uptick this month. And that really is more important than anything, because the reason that we do this, we do any of this as personal brands, you know, people, developers, whatever, entrepreneurs, is to sell things. In the end. I mean, well, it's not. I mean, part of it is to get a message across. Part of it is to help people. Part of it is to have an artistic, creative outlet, if you like. But in the end, we need to earn money. And we earn money by selling things, either things that we've created ourselves or um, things that other, you know, affiliate things that other people have created. And the fact that I've seen some sales this month from YouTube, when I haven't really before, is encouraging. And that, apart from anything else, makes me think 
that I need to be pushing forward with the YouTube channel and really concentrating on that going into 2019. And the reason for that, I mean, you know, people talk about Instagram. I've been quite active on Instagram this year. I've built up the followers on there to about two and a half thousand now, I think. I would, you know, it'd be nice to get to 3,000 by the end of the year. Not sure how doable that is, but we'll see. Uh, and that's great. I t YouTube, um, Instagram, I tend to talk mainly about my uh, personal brand stuff at the moment. I'll probably be shifting that content as well, though, going into 2019 to talk more about the dating game uh, side of things. Um, yeah, so that's been kind of fun, but I haven't seen any concrete sales from Instagram. So as much as I think it's an important platform, and it's a platform that I personally actually quite like, I think that there's something about YouTube which makes it very useful from a business perspective. There's actually two things about YouTube I think are very useful. One is that you are your content is searchable. So if you write, if you publish a video that says five ways to improve your day game skills, then somebody searching for the keyword day game is going to be able to find you or your video in the search. Now, okay, there's, the caveat is they may not find you because you may be too low down the, you know, the pecking order. Tom Torero is going to come out on top and RSD and, you know, whoever else. But nevertheless, there's a possibility of you being found through the search engine because, of course, YouTube is a search engine. The other thing about YouTube is that the content stays there. So once it's up, you could start to, people could start to find your video, you know, two years later and suddenly you could um, start to get new, new customers through that. And the other great thing about it is because you can put links on YouTube underneath the video, um, people can click through very easily to uh, go and buy your products. I, I mean, I have a, a gut feeling, I've got no evidence for this whatsoever, so correct me if I'm wrong, that people are probably still watch YouTube on their laptop or on desktop more than they do on their phone. I may be entirely wrong about that, I don't know. But anyway, what that means is that it's kind of easier to click straight through and make a purchase, whereas I'm not convinced, obviously on Instagram, you have this thing where people have to go up to your bio to go into the links and if they want to purchase something they can make a click in there and I'm not convinced that people do that very much I just I don't know I don't do it I don't think I've ever bought anything through a link on um, Instagram I'm much more likely to do it if I see something on YouTube and there's a link and I'm sitting at my computer and I can go through um, and I'm likely to do it through blogs as well maybe through Twitter Certainly probably more likely through blogs, through written content, and then somebody puts an offer at the end, I'm more likely to, to purchase through that. Um, as I say, you know, I need to look and see what research that there is on this that's up to date, but I, I, my, my gut feel, and certainly the, what seems to be the case from the evidence that I've seen, is that YouTube converts better as a sales, uh, you know, as part of a sales funnel than perhaps Instagram does. And the content stays on there and it's searchable, which is really important. So, yeah, so I definitely want to push through, push forward with YouTube, but this format, as I say, I don't think is the right thing. So I will be going back to doing some sort of video on YouTube pretty soon where I'll be talking to camera probably and, um, and, and talking about, uh, you know, various different things. I think possibly some sort of diary uh, format this time as well uh, will be good. Um, 
what else have I learned from doing this thing every day? Well, I've learned that I, uh, <laughs> I've learned that I couldn't do it every day, um, as I alluded to at the beginning. Um, you know, and I kind of went off on a tangent when I was talking about that. But the thing is, is this: if you're a content creator, as I said, you need to think about free the kind of content you're going to do, and you need to think about the frequency. And I can tell you for nothing that daily is quite a big ask. Now, I've been doing, as I've said before on this show, I've been doing daily blogging for, you know, over a year and a half or something like that. I've been doing daily on Twitter for a very long time. I've been doing daily emails for a lot of this year. There's a lot of things that I do at the moment on a daily basis. And I do that because partly I'm a bit of an addictive character and I, you know, I just get (laughs) stuck in a rut with these things. And secondly, because there's an argument that the more content you get out there, the better, because each piece of content, somebody can discover you through that. But the other thing you've got to factor in is burnout. And I think there's been a couple of times this year, probably coming up towards the end of the year, I've started to get quite close to burnout. And it might be to do with the amount of content I've been putting out. I mean, over the last couple of months, really, I've been pretty run down. I've been feeling kind of unwell. I've had a cold. I've not never quite been able to shake. Um, and, you know, I've been still been putting out the content and everything else. But you start to think, well, am I kind of, to what degree is this advantageous? Am I putting out too much? Are people even reading all of this stuff or listening to all of this stuff? Probably not, you know. Um, would it be better? Would it be more impactful to put out less, but to, to make each particular thing have more impact? So... What you'll notice on my website, if you read my website, realtroyfrancis.com, is that I've cut the uh, articles down to five times a week now, which is still a lot, but it's not seven times a week, which I was doing before. And I've tried to make each article, if you look at the last couple of weeks' content, I've tried to make the articles higher quality content, long long form, you know, over a thousand words, and really getting a bit more in-depth into the individual subjects. And I think going into 2019, having learnt from this experience of doing this daily podcast and um, just my general thinking, I'll probably cut that down further and maybe go to once a week or maybe a couple of times a week. So the relevance um, for you is that if this is something you're thinking about doing, and I hope it is because the personal brand business model is the future, it is the way that we should all be going, we should all be seeking to create a personal brand of some kind online. You need to think about this seriously. Now, at the beginning, there is probably an argument to be smashing out a load of content and just getting in front of people's faces as much as you can. But as you go on, I've been doing this for a little while now, you get to a point where people kind of know who you are. You still need to grow your audience. I mean, look, there's no question I need to grow my audience 100%. But... You know, I also have uh, an audience of people who know my stuff, who like my stuff, who will buy my books and so on. And when you get to that point, you sort of think, well, maybe I need to slow down a little bit more and I need to think about the quality um, as a, a bit more as well. I would hope that everything I put out is, is of good quality, but, you know, realistically, if you're doing all that content, is it really that great? I don't know, you know. So all of this is going into the mix and this daily project has um, assisted me in my thinking around these things. Uh, I don't know, any other learnings from doing a daily daily show? It's made my voice a bit tired. Um, 
It's surprising. It kind of um, you don't think about it really, but I, I even just doing like a quick ten minute show every day. And it's weird, isn't it? Because I talk to people all day as well, so I don't know why this should be more taxing. Maybe you just talk in a more um, theatrical way or something that that has a greater impact on the vocal cords. I don't I don't know what it is. Somebody can let me know then then tell me. But um, certainly, I've been feeling slightly sore throaty and a little bit, you know, uh, as a, probably as a result of doing this. So there's that. Um, the other thing, though, which I would say, and I would recommend this if you, on the game side of things, actually, on the social side of things, if you're somebody who finds it difficult to talk to people, if, and if you find it difficult to talk to girls, and you want to get better, you want to get better at being able to walk up to a girl in the daytime, in the street, and then start to talk and have a conversation, you know, and build it into a conversation... And if you also you're, you have trouble stacking and vibing, where you're t- where you're extemporizing, where you're making up different things, and you're bamboozling her with your words, if you like, then recording content regularly, I promise you, will absolutely help. Because when I listen back to my very early podcasts, I mean they weren't terrible; they were, you know, they were all right. They weren't bad, but. I've certainly become a lot stronger in the last year as a result of doing this. And I'm sure going daily has has helped me as well. And another thing about it is doing daily content, doing a daily podcast, is that you start to automatically think of more content. It becomes less hard rather than more hard to think of more content. And it's kind of funny because you might think it would be the other way around, that you, you'll burn yourself out, that you'll put out all this content and you'll then be racking your brain thinking, oh my God, what do I do? What do I, what, what's the new idea going to be for today? But actually, in my experience, and this goes for writing as well as uh, recording podcasts, is that the more that you do, the more ideas you have. So the idea muscle gets exercised and you actually come out with more things that, to talk about rather than fewer things to talk about. So that's sort of a little bit of a counter-argument to the don't go every day, because one of the benefits of going every day is that actually it means that you get an abundance of ideas rather than uh, only a minimal number of ideas that you tend to get if you are less regular. But these, in terms of regularity, frequency, these are decisions that you need to make when you do your personal brand. And I was saying to somebody the other week, I think the important thing is less that it doesn't matter so much if you decide I'm going to do a blog post a week or I'm going to do a blog post every day or I'm going to do a blog post every second day. I think the more important thing is that you are consistent and you show up regularly. And I think when you do that, then the audience comes to know what to expect from you and they get tuned into that frequency. So, yeah, so, you know, make the decision, do what you're going to do, and then stick with it for a period of time. You know, you don't have to go, you don't have to do it forever. You can always change things up a bit later on, but certainly you should stick with it for a period of time, you know, a month, a couple of months, six months or whatever, before you shift things up. Um, Any other learnings? I don't know, really. I don't think... The business and pleasure brand has particularly taken off. I haven't really had any feedback on that, positive or negative, from anybody. I thought it was quite a good little tag that sort of tied together uh, the online business stuff with the relationship dating stuff, but nobody sort of 
it, I, don't, I don't know. I don't get any sense that it's, it's had a lot of traction. So I guess that's a learning. But, you know, again, we have to try these things. We have to experiment with different things. Another learning is possibly not to take on too much at the same time. Because as I said, it's been a little bit difficult to fit in doing even this short episode every day for this podcast. And um, part of the reason for that is Tom Torero. But a bigger part of the reason for that is the fact that I've also been doing a new, as I said yesterday, new digital project in the background that's totally separate to this. And so effectively what I've been doing is my normal Troy Francis stuff, you know, my, my articles, my Twitter and everything else, you know, coaching and different things. Uh, I've been doing this show every day. And I've also been doing um, the, I've also been doing this other separate project as well. And so what you have there is just trying to do all these different things. And, you know, if you're an entrepreneur and you, you know, you want to make money, you want to shape things up, you want to move your business to the next level, then of course, you know, you've got to be versatile. You've got to be prepared to do lots of different things. You've got to be prepared to work hard and all the rest of it. But there is possibly an argument that taking on too much at the same time is not a great thing. And maybe just one new initiative per month would be better than effectively doing two new initiatives in a month. So that is possibly a learning that I can take from this as well. But any other learnings? Um, I've been using Libsyn uh, in order to upload the podcast to different platforms. So SoundCloud, as well as YouTube and uh, various other, you know, iTunes and various other places. That's been really good. I really like that. I'd recommend that to any podcasters. Um, my microphone is very good. I've got a um, I've got one of the blue microphones. It's not blue; it's black, but um, it's called a uh, it's called a blue. What's the full name? I forget. It's called a, it's a blue microphone. Anyway, people will know what I mean. I've got one of those. It's really good. The sound quality is is really great. So um, I'll put a note to that. But get one of those if you fancy getting really into this podcasting thing. Um, and that is probably about it, really. Except that. Yeah, I think a daily podcast is a bigger undertaking than you think. I think a daily, maybe it depends on your aptitude. I don't mind actually doing a daily um, article. And maybe that's got something to do with the editing process. Because when I sit down and write an article, I know that I'm going to be able to, you know, I'm going to be able to change things up. I'm going to be able to shift it around before I press publish. With this, I tend to do it in one take and then stick it up and that's it so it's much more like a performance and as soon as you're putting yourself on the line to do a performance every day then that gets a bit more tricky maybe there's something slightly more arduous about that than writing I mean writing is a form of performance as well but it is one that you get to tinker with before you publish so and of course you know you can with podcasts as well, of course, because you can edit them. But because I'm a bit low tech, I tend not to edit. So um, maybe I'm. It's effectively like going on stage every day for seven days, um, or for you know for thirty days. So there's that as well. So think about that. Um, yeah, that I think is pretty much it. But it has been a pleasure. It has been great to come and speak to you every day. I hope that you've got something out of this. I hope you've got something out of this, some of these episodes. I know so, I know people have. I've had messages and things, and I'm very grateful uh, for those. I'm very grateful 
to everyone who has bought one of my products, who's come through YouTube or as a result of this show. Um, thank you for that. And yeah, very grateful really to everyone who's listened, everyone who's commented, everyone who hasn't commented, but they've been following the show. Uh, anyone who sent me suggestions or emails or anything like that, thank you very much. And I will leave it there for now, but I will be back with another vocal um, ejaculation into your lives probably in about a week's time because I'm going to have a, a break and then resume probably from next Friday or something like that or next weekend so I will speak with you then and from the 30-day pop-up podcast business and pleasure with me Troy Francis from the final show from central London I salute you and I say goodbye <laughs>